You're listening to Veg Your Best with vegan life coach Michelle Olander, episode 80, where we ask ourselves, what if? Hey, Veg Heads and Veg Your Besties. It's almost spring. Almost. The husband and I have been toggling between Florida and Western Mass this winter, and even though there's still snow here on the ground in Massachusetts, the days are definitely getting longer and there's change in the air, no? And with loosening up of the COVID restrictions and the general decrease in the number of cases, my husband and I have been out a lot more, out and about having dinner with people we haven't seen in ages, catching up with lots of folks face to face. And some of these people are friends I've known for years, but I actually haven't had much of a conversation with since I started Veg Your Best back in September of 2019. And truth be told, back then, I didn't share... (laughs) I didn't share absolutely everything about Veg Your Best with everyone. I didn't tell everyone I'd started this podcast. So when I mention it now, this month, to people who've known me forever and tell them I'm pushing towards 100 episodes now, there is some astonishment in how I created all this. And I imagine some of you can relate because at the beginning of this project, I had all kinds of very doubt-filled thoughts, all kinds of reasons that I didn't want to tell anyone what I was starting. Just because I'm a life coach doesn't mean I don't have a human brain. That's why I always have my own coach. Because, yeah, I wanted to create a space to encourage people like myself, people you might call I don't know, non-traditional vegans, people who thought it would be good to be vegan, but just didn't believe it was possible for them. I wanted to start that. I wanted to do this. But my brain also offered me a lot of thoughts that began with a question like, what if? What if? What if everyone makes fun of it? What if people hate the name Veg Your Best? What if it turns out I'm really terrible at this? What if it's too hard for me to keep up with? What if it's complete crickets and no one says anything? What if people give me feedback? What if I'm too off-puttingly vegan and people hate me? What if I'm not vegan enough and people hate me, (laughs) right? What if no one follows the podcast or listens? What if too many people follow it and then I don't know what to do? And what if it's unfair for my husband? After all, he married a non-podcaster, non-public person, right? What if? What if? Where have you got a what if list right now going through your head? What if? What if about some new plan or goal you have? What if about something you know you need to address in your health? What if about a move or a big purchase or a relationship? 
I have what if lists that spring to mind every time, every time I do anything outside of my comfort zone. And I definitely have the same sort of what if list back when I began to actually commit to veganism. Because while I was mostly eating vegan and didn't really talk about it with anyone, yeah, it was pretty easy. But going public about it, even in the small microcosm of my family, my friends, my community, well, it was enough to give me a very big, long, anxious, what if list. And I could scroll through that what if list at a moment's notice. What if everyone is annoyed by me? What if it makes dinner unpleasant? What if we can't do the things I always did before? What if I'm a terrible house guest? What if no one wants to invite me to dinner? What if I have to be resolute and I can't be? Or worse, what if I am resolute and then I can't keep it up and everyone thinks I'm a big phony? What if it makes travel less fun for my husband? After all, after all, he married an omnivore, (laughs) right? What if? So, As I said, that what if list kept me for quite a while what I call a crypto vegan, a silent vegan, maybe a vegan in training. And okay, that did have its benefits, that kind of long, slow, quiet veganism. But we want to always think about that what if list. What if? That's what we're here to talk about today because it's just a few days away from the spring equinox, the vernal equinox. And even if you don't live in a part of the world with distinct seasons and weather patterns, even if you don't count many accused, convicted, and executed New England witches amongst your ancestors, you can probably sense a change in the air this time of year. Is it birdsong, spring scents, longer days, if you're here in the Northern Hemisphere? And in your business, you may be noticing it's the end of the first quarter or the start of Q2. And I think these business cycle quarters actually do reflect a sort of ancient, natural reappraisal of where we are in In many old traditions, spring cleaning would include using up all the dried ingredients in the pantry, using up the old wheat and the grains, cleaning out the bins and cupboards in anticipation of the new spring wheat and the first spring harvests. So all that to say, I think it's natural right now at this exact time of year to be reappraising how things are going. What old things might need to be cleaned out? And whether there's something you wanted, something new, something you're drawn to that you've been talking yourself out of. And you've been talking yourself out of it with a long list of anxious questions that begin with, what if? What if? What if it doesn't work out? What if it's embarrassing or uncomfortable? What if I'm judged? 
What if I'm wrong? What if I can't? What if they don't? What if? Well, let's go there. Let's go there. What if? What if a lot or all of those fears on your list come true? Because I'm not going to tell you, no, no, don't worry. It'll be great. I'm not going to tell you that. Not yet anyway. I'm going to ask you to be brave enough to go to the place where, yeah, you do it wrong. It's a big mess. And a bunch of people are annoyed. (laughs) Has that ever happened to you before? (laughs) Maybe a couple times. Maybe in school or at your job, when you learned to drive, or when you had kids, in a relationship, when you moved house, or when you planned a big event, or when you were on vacation. If you've never had a pretty big mess, you're either not human, you're not being honest, or or you've been living way too safe. But most likely you've just forgotten. Because most of us who've been on this planet for a minute or two have had some pretty yucky moments. But most of them, most of them were not matters of life and death. So we got through them. We felt all the awful feelings. We felt embarrassed and angry and judged and humiliated and alone and incapable and frightened and doubt-filled and all the self-loathing, all of it, And for me, that was just high school. But you can fill in your most unpleasant emotion here and remember that you've dealt with it. You've dealt with it before. I know it sounds awful. But honestly, would you read a novel or watch a movie that didn't have all those dramatic feelings? That is the hero's journey, right? Facing it all. Facing all the feelings. Yes, you tried something. The challenging thing happened. You felt awful. And you got through it. And you did it probably hundreds of times. Most of you don't even remember anymore. And if you're like me, that's happened more times than you could possibly count. So let's get back to that thing you've been thinking about doing this year. That challenge you've been thinking that maybe you should rise to or take on. That promise to yourself that you haven't kept yet. And now it's spring. So what is it? Say it. Say it out loud. For a lot of you listening here, it's moving away from using and consuming animals. Others of you are already committed to a vegan path or or a practice, and you want to use what you've learned in a business, or to help others, or in a creative pursuit. What is it? Say it out loud. As you head into this next season, the next quarter of this year, what is it you've let slide? Where have you decided Maybe I'm not going to decide quite yet. 
Where are you procrastinating? Because your brain keeps offering you that list of questions that begin, that begins with what if? Listen, I'm not your mom. I'm not going to tell you that no one even notices that zit on your nose or the way you flubbed your lines or that you had your sweater on backwards all morning or that your new haircut is standing up on end in the back. I'm going to tell you that, yeah, people will notice all the stuff you're sensitive about. They will. But if there's something important to you and your brain is talking you out of it with a lot of what ifs, I want to remind you that avoiding starting on your goal, you're not avoiding discomfort. You're not avoiding failure and judgment. You're still feeling that discomfort and failure and judgment, but you're feeling it now and every day ahead of time. Every time you think of your goal. You're thinking of it ahead of time without the benefit of having learned by starting. What if it's hard and messy and sometimes embarrassing? What if people do make comments and you're disappointed with the process and your progress some of the time and you see people's expressions change when you tell them that you're vegan? or plant-based, or that you've started a new business, or I don't know, that you're a vegan life coach and podcaster now. What if? You've faced that all before, I bet. And if you really think, no, 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 Michelle, you don't understand. I have never, ever, ever done anything but the safe thing, the expected thing. Well, then this is going to be fun. You've got a treat in store, my friend. Way better. Way better than any amusement park or adventure travel or sport or game. Even better than Wordle. When you do something you don't know if you can do, oh my God, that's the best. I believe it always leaves you better off. It leaves you more powerful, more compassionate, more knowledgeable, more in tune with who you are and what you're made of and what really matters to you. You know, there's something you want to build or do or create. I know there is. And what if it's hard? It might be. But what if it works out? What if it's marvelous? What if it leaves you proud of having tried? Are you asking yourself all the what if questions? Because most of us don't. Most of us are only asking one side. It's almost spring here where Most of my listeners are. It's spring, and there are endless metaphors about spring you can use in your life. Renewal, rebirth, spring cleaning, growth. And if you've been avoiding something because of the thought, what if it doesn't work? There's nothing wrong with you. You're just like me and every single other human being I know. 
You've got a brain that's trying to look out for you. But make sure you give equal time to your spirit and the universe and the concept of infinite possibility by asking, but what if it works out? When I work with my one-on-one clients, I make them list out all the negatives, all the fears, all the what if it doesn't work out and offer a what if positive or a what if possibility to counter it. For example, what if my sister-in-law makes fun of me? Okay, but what if my daughters are really proud of me? What if I'm not good at it at all? But what if I get better after a few weeks? What if it's a lot of extra work? Okay, but what if in the long run, it saves me a lot of work? For most of us, these positive what-if possibilities are not as instinctive. They're not as immediate as the negative ones. And we've talked about that lots of times in past episodes. It's called the negativity bias, and it's an ancient trait that our brains evolved thousands of years ago to keep us alive. Now, now our brain needs to be prompted deliberately to help us thrive in a world where most of us will not die by being eaten or being ostracized from our communities. What kills and debilitates most of us now, in North America anyway, are lifestyle diseases. Lifestyle diseases caused by the things that we are unconsciously consuming. Our brains have not evolved to protect us instinctively from sugar and fat and excess foods and chemicals and inactivity. We have to deliberately program our brains now. We have to do it ourselves to meet the challenges and also also the opportunities of modern life. Because, yeah, there are opportunities in this modern world that your brain has not evolved to really desire or to understand. It honestly just wanted you to survive. Your brain just wanted you to survive long enough to reproduce. It didn't really care about your hopes and your dreams and your art and your activism and your growth, particularly in midlife and in later life. So what is it? What's the goal that you have, but so far you have not committed to achieving? Just so you know, it's not because it's out of reach for you. It's because you've been telling yourself that it's going to be hard, rather than telling yourself it's going to be amazing. It's because you've been asking What if I stink at it instead of what if I get really good at it? What if I blow my own mind? What if I'm an example of what's possible to my family, to my community? What if my daughters see that there is much more out there for them? 
what if, what if it works out better than you could ever even imagine with that 10,000 year old brain you've got? I'm asking you to start asking yourself more powerful what if questions today. What if? Right this minute. And if you're ready for more, book yourself into my calendar and we can talk about how coaching can support your impossible goal. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.